We're locked in. Did you hit it? You hit record? I hit it. Are right, we good? I don't want to be here anymore. All right, I'll count us in. No Roof Podcast. Are you guys Wait. ready? Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're doing this. All so right, excited. I'm count us down. Thank you, Jesus. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Roof Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Abel, a.k.a. Atlas, George Washington. And you guys have given me like 50 prophetic names. Anyways, we're calling this the No Roof Podcast because the roof represents what? I think religion. Religion. Right. So we're taking roof off religion. And what is religion to me? Religion is anything that sucks the life or joy out of the room. Mm. And I think so many of us have known God for a long time. And we have certain things that we know that you say and sometimes, you know, fun just goes, Mm. right? Mm. We all all have these words. I think all Christians do. Even if you're an atheist, you know, if I were to say holy, right away you're thinking, oh, Fun is over, right? Mm, okay. I know that's for me. So this is the No Roof Podcast. I am your main host, and I have my co-host here, Rafa. Woo-woo. We call him Warrior Chief like and Choo Choo. You're Choo Choo, right? Yeah, I'm Choo Choo. You're Chaba. Chaba. Together, Chaba we're, Cha- we're Chaba Choo Choo. Like we have a very special, handsome guest today. But uh, before we go into that, let's go into that intro. Welcome back. So in this episode, I decided I wanted to break off religious words, Come on. words that we hear in church, outside of church that you just go, oh, right. Come on. So I'm just going to throw one at you. And uh, I want us to talk about the word before you knew God and how he changed it. Because I think what we want to do in this podcast is make God real and tangible. I think so many of us served an imaginary friend that did not talk to us and we called him God. Come on. In a way, right? Is that a bad way to say it? No, I think that's really good. Right? What yeah. do you think? So anyways, I want to introduce our guest real quick. His name is Nathaniel Knight. Welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. You Giants fan. Looking. It's an honor. It's Man, an honor. you're so good looking. I got to ask, how are the Giants doing this year? No, why idea. would you ask that? I have no idea. I just don't watch. I thought that <laughs> okay, was I lie. I lie. I lie. You know. I lie because... My Raiders are 3-0. Oh, I said it. I'm sorry. Oh, nice. My Raiders have never been 3-0. They've never been 3 right, It's been great. I loved it. Thank you guys for having me here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're leaving. Don't leave. I'm out of here, All right. So Nate has been our best friend for so long. Right. We've known yeah. each other. And we have so much history with God, with each other, mm-hmm. but, and also individuals. So, I mean, like, uh, what doesn't he do? Like, Oh, yeah. By the way, he does everything. So we, we, All three of us work at church. He do, deals with the youth. He deals with pretty much everyone. But he's also, I don't know if you know this, Nate is a producer. That's right. He's an amazing producer. Mm. He's the next Rick's Rubin slash Jay-Z slash Kanye West Dang, slash, you're like God's favorite producer. You are. I said it. I said it. That's prophetic. Write that yeah, down. Thank you. Um, but you I thought good. we'd bring you on this show because I think you would have some great insight and uh, about breaking down some of these words. So we're just going to be a practice round. Okay. I'm going to say this word and uh, okay. we have to talk about it. Let's do it. And if it does suck the joy out of the room, talk about it. You already did it with the whole Giants comment. <laughs> okay, I'm, so <laughs> I'm kind of upset. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I pray. Go Giants. Okay, thank you. All right, ready for the first word? Yeah. Go for it. I'm just going to throw it out there. You guys aren't prepared do for it, this do one. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Righteousness. Ooh. Oh. All right, all right. Is this before Jesus or after Before Jesus. Jesus. So if, if I were cool. to say, hey, seek righteousness. Okay. Oh my gosh. Like before Jesus, what does that mean? Well, honestly, I would look at you and be like, that's a long word. <laughs> And how do you even spell that? It's like, that's literally what I would be at. I'm like, <laughs> that's tricky. What a, it's righteousness. A tricky yes. Yeah. Four syllables, you know? And, yeah. and I think for me, it would just be like, it would just go over my head. I don't even mm. know what you're talking about, mm. honestly. That, before Jesus. 
So that's me for that. Rooster, right. how about you? Yeah, righteousness. Because uh, you, you grew yeah. up... I, so Rafa and I grew up in a different denomination. For sure. You grew up in like a Christian non-denomination? Yeah, it was non-denomination. There's a, there a lot of... Um, it was a lot of freedom. Okay. Mm. Um, but also a lot of religion at the same time. Okay. I mean, no, no knocking it. it. It did shape me in a really beautiful way. Um, but I think there was... I, like, the, I love this podcast because... There was things that were just assumed, you know, like righteousness. Right. There's things that there's like, yeah, yeah, and everyone because everyone's saying it, nobody checks to say like, okay, that's but, right. <clears throat> what the heck does that mean? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm glad we're doing this for real. Yeah. So like, so um, before before God became tangible, what did the word righteousness mean to you? If, if you can Ooh. go back, that's good. I or did, it, did did it mean anything? No, I don't think it meant anything. But I think the idea of it, when when people would bring up the idea of it, it seemed unattainable. Gotcha. It seemed like something you had to work for that wow. you can never get to, and um, yeah, that's really good. I, I know for me, sense? like, yeah, yeah no, I'm absolutely. with you. I know for me, I I had no definition. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, like another word I'll throw out there, holy. Come on. So for me, like, I like, like that one, now, like, though. like that word. Okay, you like okay. it now? No, I like it. Yeah, well, I mean, I before I knew God, that word. You know what that meant? I heard a, a, a comedian Christian say this. And he said this, like, when I hear the word holy, I, I think, if it feels good, stop. <laughs> Is there fun involved? Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Stop that's Are you having so a good time? It Don't. That's Don't so funny. do that. So to me, like, like yeah. that's what holy meant. Holy meant, for me, I think that was my mm. righteousness. It was, mm-hmm. like, you'll never attain it. Mm. Like, you'll, you'll never attain it. Like, that's you'll really never good. be good enough. You can never be perfect enough. That's it right. was something that seemed so far-fetched. That's really good. You guys, like same? That. Yeah, I think I think when it came to the the word holy, actually going back to righteousness, um, the first time I ever actually heard a definition for righteousness once I knew Jesus, because it was funny, because even when I knew Jesus, that I didn't automatically know what righteousness meant. Right, I, I was just able to understand the Bible. You remember you gave me your Bible, and I, yeah. I took it towards the camping trip for the army, mm-hmm. you know, and like slept in a hole, got my feet wet. It was really sad, but I was reading your Bible, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and in the Bible it talked about that you have your righteousness because of Jesus, and yeah. and it was the first time I even saw the word righteousness even used in a sentence, you mm-hmm. know. So I was just. I didn't know what righteousness was. I just thought it was something that you were. And you gave me the first definition, uh, Atlas. Like it was, it was the ability to stand in front of God without no shame, guilt, or condemnation. Yeah. That was the first definition I ever heard of righteousness. Yeah. So I, I just thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, what's the question? Before God, after God? Um, holy- you pick. I think. I, actually, I'm curious about your now that you know God. Oh, I love it now. Like right. I know. It's so so funny. I love it. Did now. you see the smile? I love yeah, it. So you got big. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. I got big. <laughs> No, so I think now with holy, I think of it. Um, was well, it okay to talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Please. Okay, because cause, um, and be real. Yeah, because this I, is the no roof podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. For me, when I think holy, I immediately think of Revelations um, when they're talking holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was, mm-hmm. and is, and is to come. And I think because of that, not just the Bible verse, but like because of who He is, yeah. I've been invited in to know Him in a way that I wasn't raised to know him. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it was like this, it was like this weird, there's two crazy different sides of like super duper grace where you can do whatever, you know, God forgives right. you. Okay. There's, you sure can do it. Hey, hey, you, you know, it's, it's all good. And there's also this idea of like, but don't do anything bad. Come on. You know, on the other, other side, there's this weird thing where, um, I don't know. It just seemed like neither, both of them were missing it big time. Yeah. And so with this, what's happening there in Revelations, I'm like, I'm blown away because I get to know God in this, 
he's so holy that you don't want to do anything else but worship him. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's who he is changes who you are. It's not, I have to change so that I can know him more. It's this, because I look at him, I start to see and reflect who he is. That's good. Does that make sense? Yeah, I want to pick on something real quick. Because okay. even the way you, you, um, you talked about it, even when you said the scripture, the holy, 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 when you first said it, it seemed like something that he's far away. Yeah. Almost like mm. you're shouting, mm. holy, holy, holy. Where then when you, what you just said sounded face to face. Wow. Is that the way to say like that was the difference? Honestly, we, like when you, we all hear that scripture, holy, right. holy, I think of God way over there. Oh, wow. Right, right, and right. And us just shouting, holy, holy, holy. Right, right, Where right. what you just did, at least I could see it on you, hey. it, you made it sound like... It was this far away, and now it's like this. If we can be, if we can be really honest about it, the please do. The doors are closed. The, the truth, the mm-hmm. truth is, I have some of my craziest encounters. I backed out of because God became so real and was willing to come so close that who He is, it, it scared the crap out of me. No, like sense. I was like, God, I want to know You. I want to. And He started to come in the room, and the weightiness of His presence scared me. To I was like, Never mind, God. I'm out. Never mind, God. <laughs> no, like the fear of God was like it, it was like. Mm-hmm. I, I I could die. I feel like I'll just die because you're so good, which doesn't make sense. But um, I don't know. I think it's crazy you mentioned that because the some of the most beautiful encounters I've had with His Holiness had nothing to do with what I was doing. It had That's nothing good. to do with I didn't earn it. Some of them I wasn't even paying attention to Him, mm. and He came and He came so close and He came so I don't know. Holy, it was all Him. Does that make sense? When I think holy, yeah. it's, there's nothing else in there. There's there's nothing. Besides him, he gets all the glory. It's there's, there's no, it's, it's, it's no. He's good, and Nathaniel worshipped him really good. So because of that, then they get to no. It's like he's good. Period. Come on, that's good. He's, so he's strong, so in period. a way, like holiness would be like like a buffet table, hmm. and there's so much to experience that's endless. So why would I want anything else? That's really good. In a way, I guess. I've never, I've never, I, when I thought of God, I never saw him as a, as a buffet table because I've never been moved by a buffet table like yeah. that. Oh, oh you know I what think, I mean. But I think well, the, 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 bacon, the idea of being endless, 1,000%. Oh, endless. The idea, the idea on, that I can never That's walk the away, the, there's no option to walk away not satisfied That's at a buffet. Good. You can't. You can't. The only way is if you, if you don't go in the door. That's the right. second you get in a buffet, you're walking out of there full. Unless it, it, it's, it's on you. His holiness is absolutely endless in that sense. That's, That's really good. good. You so know, I, I just think I had a problem with holiness because I'm like, even that Revelations thing was like amazing. It was like beautiful, painting such a great picture about how big and mighty this God is, you know. And, and, uh, and I'm looking at that. But then I, just to be real, I'm probably going to offend a lot of religious people. I love you anyways. Uh, it's, why do I care about that? Like, how, mm. how, how am I supposed to use that in my marriage? How am I supposed to use that for the people that I see at Home Depot? How am I supposed to do that for the people that mods pizza or Chipotle mm. or Chick-fil-A, you know, or, mm. or the people at my gym? It's like the fact that God's holy, like, who cares? Mm. Hey, this is the way that I was just being yeah. real with you guys was like, how am I supposed to change people's lives if God is holy? You know, and um, so I don't know. How, how did you guys actually apply holiness to your life to actually change people's life? That's good. I know for me, so like my definition of holiness that he gave me was the word highlighted. Highlighted. Okay, cool. So he showed me this picture of like, like a book. If I were to take any book, like what do you highlight? Like the important stuff. It's good. Like the favorite stuff. Mm. And like, so it, you highlight the good stuff. It's good. The fun stuff. The stuff where you're like, oh, I want to remember that. It's good. It's and like good. what he showed me was like he highlighted me. Like the fact that what holiness once was, which was, God, you're so holy, I'm going to stay way over here. Come on. That, like you said, he invited me, no, I've now made you holy, so come in the party. Mm. You're now highlighted, and now you're, 
you're part of the the buffet or the the feasting. You're you're in it. That's good. You're in That's it. Good. So so for me, like, and I think we're a lot of people, especially men. We have a trouble receiving something we don't deserve. Come on, you know, getting something that you're not working for because right. we're we're taught at a very young age. You know, you work. You work. I mean, even uh, I know I've talked with with Nate about this that yeah. you know a lot of our fathers didn't you know didn't show the love unless we brought home the good report card. If right, we, right, right. We didn't do well in the football field if we didn't. Where where God being the complete opposite was just weird. Mm-hmm. Was like. Kind of like you said, like he's coming in, and I'm like, I'm out of here. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's like too good to be true that That's I'm gone. Come on. You know, so I think that was a big one for me. So the word righteousness for me, where it really hit was because, like I said, I, I think you and I, Ralph, were in the same boat where I never heard that word. Yeah. You know, and so you know, we know the scriptures seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll skip that second one. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's, right I heard the kingdom, and like, you know, yeah, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Like, right, right. That's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, uh, the righteousness story. Do you guys know my righteousness story? Remind me. Which one? How, do you know how I got the revelation of righteousness or where it came from? I just knew you had the great was there, honestly. Was there a shotgun? No, I promise. Wait, what? Was there a shotgun? Was there what? A was shotgun? there a shotgun? In no. There? Okay, cool. I'm just asking. Oh my God. You have shotguns in your no, stories. No, no. You're acting okay, like okay. crazy. So, so. <laughs> you act like you never grabbed a shotgun. <laughs> He's like, no. Shut it down, Nick. <laughs> no, no. But um, so I went to go see Todd White. Yeah. Oh, no way. In person. This? So I saw Todd White. Give it me was, a date. What it was, was it? me, Pastor Dave, Jesse. I don't know if I'm allowed to say these people's last names or not, but don't matter. Yeah, that's okay. We know. Uh, producer. All right, it doesn't matter. Um, so I went with this group of this group of people, and we went to go see Todd White. And this mm. is – I never heard of him. Like, there were like – it only filled three rows. So he wasn't like oh. the Todd White oh, as wow, he is now. Wow. But anyways, there was something on him like he knew God. Mm. And, and he said something that pissed me off. I'll never forget. I'm sitting there, and he goes, ever since I've been born again, I've never had one day of condemnation. And I was like, I hope you trip and fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I hope, you, I, hope you, I hope you bust your nose on your way out. Because I, I don't know about you, but right, I've right, dealt right. with condemnation, I would say, a good 80% of my Christian walk. Mm. And this guy's going to stand up there and tell me who's, you know, and here I am, like, I've been a Christian longer than Todd White, you know, and That's here he's so going, funny. I've never had one day of condemnation. And I was like, I literally, like, I had evil thoughts about Todd White. That's <laughs> I literally was like, I hope you fall. <laughs> I hope you fall on your way out or something. But, but he said something at the end, and I, I took his word for it. His last words up there were this. He said... Do yourself a favor, go home and seek what righteousness is. Hmm. That's all he said. He said, go home, seek what righteousness is. Because like you said, Nate, I I know that scripture, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these (laughs) things shall be added to you. So I went through the Bible. I remember I got my concordance out, and I was like, I'm going to read every scripture with the word righteousness. And you can't explain it, but something supernatural happened. I found out like through this revelation of like, it's a gift. This whole time, this thing that God sees me as a son Dang. and that he can never have an evil thought about me kind of opened up. Wow. And it kind of brought me to this place where I'm still working on, by the way. Mm. Like, I still have thoughts where, like, you know, I still got to work for things and this yeah. and that. So, it's, yeah. it's ongoing. But it but it, it opened up a book of, like, uh, um, a character of God's heart that I never experienced mm. of really how kind he was. I think that's the word that, that hits me, the word, was his kindness. Yeah. That as I study the word righteousness like the nature of his kindness I started to experience. And uh, I'll never forget it because it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense because I had a great dad. I had a great dad. Um, But kindness was not his attribute, Mm. if that makes sense. You know, it was very harsh with his tone. 
Sure. Right? One of those photos. Fall- you know, sure, sure. you can't say the words. We'd probably have to bleep them out. Sure. It, was, it was, you know. Sure. So whenever yeah, I messed up, I heard that. Mm. So what like righteous- that's how you saw God? That's how I saw God. So what righteousness did was it put a tone in God's voice, which I never heard before, which was his kindness, which even today I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Like there's still times where, you know, if, if any of you, one of you have battled with addiction, you know, when Absolutely. you when you fall, the last thing you want to do is be kind to yourself. Yeah, you want to punish. Yeah, you want to you beat yourself. So the opening of of righteousness was like an opening of okay, God wants to be kind to me here, which did not make sense. Right. But then for Todd White to go because he struggled with everything I did and and some drugs mm-hmm. and everything, and yeah. for him to say, "I've never had one day of condemnation." You know, those are fighting words. Yeah, absolutely. Can I, you know, can I say something? Yeah, please. You goon. First off, let's start there. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm gonna start there because the way you looked at Todd White, like we look at you sometimes. Absolutely. Like you, yeah. I remember I came back from college and you were like, "Who taught you to worry?" <laughs> you <know? laughs> and like, and you didn't say it like that. You didn't sound like Eeyore or something. But but you you talk about you always say if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Yeah, absolutely. And that used to make me so mad because you were always happy. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not like something you're not doing. It's something that you only you did. No one else was you as you're happy. So I'd watch you and you'd be like, you know, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. But then I'd be more mad because I'm all <laughs> I'm not doing it right and I'm not having fun. So oh, it's like man. I'm doubly no no no. I'm not saying I'd be mad. At you. I'm saying the way you looked at Todd White yeah. is the how you looked at you. And it's so funny because he, no, but be, but. I, I, I've never, I've known you a long time. I've yeah. never known that. You guys have never told well, me this. I'll say, no, I'll say, I'll say, <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to. The reason, the reason why I say it is so funny because watching you talk about it, I realized that somebody else's revelation, mm. it can't be yours. Mm, it can't be. It can't be. So, th- so it's so funny to hear you talk about his revelation of no condemnation. I know the verse, but unless it's re- unless it's revealed, the written word is supposed to introduce me to the living word. Yeah. So, me reading God's bio on Instagram is way different than him coming embracing me himself. Right. right I good. can hear he gives good hugs on his on his on his Tinder bio, but I want to actually experience his good hug. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I would hear I would hear that I should be happy, but I'd never hear his. I would never experience his his joy. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. so funny because. Anyways, yeah, but but it's it, I love hearing you talk about it because it's like it gets me excited. And if you're watching this now or listening to this now, I encourage you don't don't listen to people's teachings and go put it in a notebook. Go and find out for your dang self. Yeah, yeah I remember Pastor Barry that, when was I was 14 one. and taking notes. Pastor Barry said, "Don't believe me. Go find it in your Bible. That's go true. wrestle with it in your Bible." And I would go do. I'd go home and be like, "Is he really telling the truth here about this?" And I would get. I would be so blessed by it because God would show up and He'd be like, "Let me show you. I don't want you to memorize a verse. I want you to have. I want you to. I want you to walk different. I want you." to like people always talk about i'm getting excited now this is really good people talk about i'm um, jacob who wrestled with god right and he walks with the limp and i used to have such trouble with that there was like you just gotta cripple my guy after he wrestled that's so mean but i but i started to see in in the long run an encounter with god that changes how you walk through your whole entire life yeah could you imagine that that's as opposed point. to something that just makes your head very smart right or like like you said taking someone else's story sure yeah. Like and, and having your own. Wow. Well, well, I th- okay, just being us here, like, why do you guys think we take people's stories? Because we've done it, you know, but like, why do we yeah. take somebody else's revelation or somebody else's story? I think it's easy. <laughs> is that yeah. it? I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, you, you know what's wild is uh, that the whole. Sorry, sorry you want to answer no, I'll, I'll, it? I'll try That's good. Go, go, go. No, I, I, think, I think what it is for me is revelation, is, you have to come to the place where you're wrong. It, it, it's it's this Ooh. place of say, for, hold on for say that slower yeah. you have to admit you're wrong there, there's no there's one more no, time there's no <laughs> Jesus was when he came on the earth he said he said what the kingdom's here 
The kingdom's at hand. He said, repent. Mm. The kingdom's at hand. Repent is a change in my mind, which means that the direction I'm going full speed in, I have to stop and turn around and go, that's not the way to go. Which for me personally is really hard because I think I'm doing it the right way as a dad. I think I'm doing it the right way as a husband. In fact, I can hang my hat on the fact that I'm doing it right and miss out on the relationship aspect of it. Wow. I said the right thing as a husband so I can disconnect my heart. That's a good point. I did the right thing as a dad so I can disconnect my heart. I did the right Christian thing. I didn't sin today so I, can, I don't have to talk to you right now, God. Right. I can deal with the stress on my own because I've been a good Christian boy. And we, we, we've, Adam and Eve did in the garden. I did this right so we don't have that relationship. They right. did it at the Mount Sinai. Just give us commitments. You keep him to yourself. But revelation is the, it's something has to die in me in order right. for revelation to come. So even you saying that really hit me because like, it's true. I think for me, even to take what Todd White was saying, I had to admit, I don't know. And like, man, That's I don't, good. even you saying that, like it's making me look back. Like, I think so many of us, that might be the hard, I think, I think you hit something there. Really and good, I think, yeah. I think it's, can you admit that you don't know? And I know for me, for him to say, I've never had one day of condemnation where I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I got a PhD in condemnation. <laughs> I've been having condemnation every day. When I wake up, I shower with it. Like, right, I yeah. know condemnation. Right, right, and you're right, going right. to tell me? You know, but, but what it was was this. I, I knew I wanted what he had. Mm. So I think for me, I took the words. I think sometimes, I don't know if it's familiarity or we, we, someone will say something, but nah, they don't know. You know, where for him, it was like, okay. Like what you said about Pastor Barry, like, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this to heart. I'm going to find out myself because mm-hmm. I obviously don't know what this word righteousness is, right? It's a long word, righteousness, right. yeah, righteousness. you know, Five and syllables. like, four syllables. Four and it's, syllables. you guys know me, you guys know me now. It's yeah. now like my favorite word in the whole yeah. Bible. Absolutely. You say yeah. it every and time. And like, I almost punched a guy in the face over that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Um, anything to add, Rafa, before we switch words? Yeah. Well, say that again. Anything you want to add before we switch words? No, I just I just love your honesty. Honest, that's it. You know, and, and I had no idea by the way you guys felt that. Yeah, absolutely. You know Dude. what? To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I think a lot of the times I actually have the opposite problem of like I gotta admit that I'm wrong. That that was really beautiful for me. I just feel like I'm wrong all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like not not even from like a victim you or a humble man or anything like that. You know? But it's like. I didn't know that. Like, mm. I need to know more, you know, and my heart's always open to it. So, like, when I come to you, it's like, I just want to know more. Mm. So, I think I'm too busy learning from you that I forget to affirm you or I forget to be that. But I also feel like just saying your prophetic words is enough. Like, when I call you George Washington, I'm like, I assume you know what that means. Gotcha. You know, but what it should be is like, hey, you're George Washington. You just led a staff prayer like nobody's business mm-hmm. you know the way that you just spoke into my life like nobody's business right, right, right. that was george washington you took the bullets you went out there you led the army you did what you had to do mm. and i think that's the part that we're missing together like just us personally mm. i think it's like we say a word and we think we know what it means but yeah. we don't give the revelation and the life behind it right so we're like you're righteous you're righteous but we never say hey this is how you acted righteous today yeah. this is this is how god showed me you were righteous in this moment mm. Um, we so stay on the surface. I think we stay on the surface wow. for whatever reason, you know, whether it's unawareness or whatever. All right. So, but anyway, that's why I haven't told you that you're. Yeah, Nate, I had no idea. You're my tall white. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, uh, let's go to this. Uh, this is our last word for the night, and uh, I, I picked Nate for this word uh, specifically. So it's the word that I think all, all believers hear, and it's the word abide. Right, John fifteen, Jesus says, "Abide in me." Mm-hmm. First, Johnny talks about it that if you abide in me, you should walk just as I walked. Mm-hmm. So, um. Um, I want to go to you, Nate. Before Jesus, when you hear the word "abide in me," mm. abide like what? What? 
Tell us the history of that word for you. Because uh, just in case, if, if this is the first time people are, are <coughs> us, uh, letting people know you for the first time, Nate is a, sure. a new father. So am I. Your, your son is two. Two, he's two. two years, three months. Cute. So super cute. Levi. Yeah. So it's been fun. Um, a few. It's been fun for, I think, Ralph and I watching you change Absolutely. since you became. Because out of the three of us, you're the first to become a father. That's good. So it's been fun watching you. And you've changed. Um, even even the way you talk about God, your relationship with God, oh, and, wow. I, and I want to break that word down because I know I know it means a lot to you. So if you can kind of give us um, your history of this one word, abide. Okay. All right. Well, before God, no one said that word. Ever. <laughs> All right. There's nobody who's like talking about. I can abide. you come abide with me? Bro? <laughs> you guys want to go abide? After? You guys want to go? Use an innocent. You guys want to go abide at Chick Fil A for a second? <laughs> How many syllables? <laughs> no, I don't. I've oh, never my. heard that word. But I think the I think the idea of it we did a lot, like um, to remain present. Um, and stuff like that. <coughs> Sorry, Rafa. I'm not. I'm trying not to cough in the mic, but I think I coughed in your face. That's okay. You <laughs> can abide your cough in my face. <laughs> so right? I'm so right? sorry, dude. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the abide me. The oh yeah. So before God, never heard that word ever. When I when I was first introduced it in John 15, um, it was a commandment, mm-hmm. and and Jesus says it like, it, um, in order to abide in me, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately was like. It's, it's. Uh, it wasn't it's, a fun word. It's something I have to do. It's not necessarily <laughs> not fun, but it's kind of like eat your vegetables. Gotcha. Vegetables, vegetables are not bad. I love, right. I love me some vegetables, but gosh, dang, bro, they're not my first pick when I go to a restaurant. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And it, so, so it's not this thing of, it's not this thing that was actually that it was designed to be. Imagine this. Imagine this. This, this, I think my picture before, and it, it's my yeah. Imagine this <laughs> is my picture before where I am now as a dad. Um, it was, I have a car, steering wheel, engine, and everything, and I push it. I just push my car everywhere. I'm defeating the whole purpose of a car. Right. I'm getting from point A to point B, but I'm working that thing, man. Ooh, I'm pushing. It's heavy. It's actually uh, easier for me to just walk. Wow. It'd be easier for me if I just walked than to push a 3,000-pound really car. That's I'm right. taking something that was supposed to carry me, and now I'm carrying it. Mm. Wow. So by looking at abiding in the, from the perspective of I have to do this, you're actually working against what abiding is supposed to do. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So you, like what you're saying is like you put the weight on you. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. And it's not, I don't think that it's a, it's a it's like – God, it's, this is God's responsibility or my responsibility. I think it's a, this is what we were designed to do. Ooh, this, this is really what we were built for. There, there's nothing, when, when Levi comes and runs and jumps in my arms, it's not his responsibility to do that. It's not my responsibility to do it. In fact, you want to use the responsibility, I have the ability to respond to him doing that. That's, that's really responsibility. That's really good. I have the ability as a dad to respond to my son. Right. That's responsibility. Responsibility is not this thing if you have to do. It's I have the I have the maturity and the uh, the ability to when my when my heartstrings are plucked by him, I can move on that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a way different ballgame. So anyway, so I'll slow can down. Can you can you explain? Uh, you were telling me a story about uh, you and Levi, and yeah. I think he was playing, and then oh, and coming to you because because that story <laughs> I think uh, a lot of males kind of struggle with that one. Hmm. Can you explain that one? Which one? The the idea of it, it being a chore? Being a chore, but also that like you're always ready. You as a father, you were telling me like, oh, oh I'm always yeah. ready. Okay, yeah. That's so good. explain that's the good. story because I, I think it's a great perspective that so many of us struggle with God. For like, sure. Even when you said I was like, I'm pretty sure I did okay. that today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's good. That's good. Okay, so I think that the difference between before I was, before I was a dad and now and, and how I see the word abiding is – I saw it as something I had to do. I pushed it. I, I drove it. I Freddie Flintstone it down the road. Right. <laughs> but when 
the other day, just a couple of weeks ago, I was leaving for work, and I said, bye, Levi, to my son. Like, bye, Levi, I love you, I miss you. And he usually comes and gives me a hug and gives me a kiss and says, I miss you, I love you. You know, and um, he didn't. He was playing with some monster trucks or something, and I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. But I wasn't offended. I just really wanted to hug him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I had to go, so I, I left. I was like, bye, I love you. I said a couple more times, and I walked down the stairs, and we have a lot of stairs. So walk down the stairs. <laughs> All the stairs, and then I hear his little feet, and he said, "Kiss, kiss, kiss," and he had wanted a kiss. He just was distracted at the time. So I, in my head, I was actually looking for this response to be like, "Well, you didn't give me a kiss. You missed your chance." But it was nothing uh. in me. There was nothing in me. I immediately turned around. Didn't even think about it. I'll be late for thirty beings to have a kiss with him. Did I get me? I went right back up the stairs and I gave him a hug and a kiss. He said, I love you. I'll miss you. And it was, it was the best part of my morning, best part of my day was mm-hmm. that. And I realized that moment, this is God's posture towards me. Mm-hmm. I, there are so many times that he wants to spend time with me. He wants to connect with me. He wants to do this thing with me. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm busy doing church. I'm sorry. I'm busy on 66 right now. I need to get where I'm going. Wow, I'm, I'm busy with this. I'm, I'm so preoccupied with this. And then, and then when I miss that moment in the word, when I miss that moment in worship, when I miss that moment with him, I think I can't come to him. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's like, I missed out on abiding. So here's what I'll do. You stay right there and I'm going to go figure this out. That doesn't make any sense. Right. For Levi, the answer, like the, yeah. answer <laughs> the answer to not abiding is to not abide even more. That doesn't make any sense. So mm-hmm. when he came running to me and my heart went right to him immediately, no, no, you better right. kiss me next time. None of that was there. It was just, I, I was so happy to be with him. I didn't hold it against him. I was like, God, is this what it's like for you? And he's like, I'm waiting to, I'm, and he doesn't walk away from us. He doesn't go to work, but he's waiting for, to, to, he says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. That's good. But then after that, he says, cleanse your hands, you sinners. He talks about purity. And I used to think, why? That's a rude thing. That's not a nice thing to talk right, about. Right. I, my hands are clean. But what he's talking about with purity is not about you being a dirty boy. It's about the idea there's nothing else having your attention but him. When, when you sit down at a table and we're talking, if I'm on my phone while you're talking, it's not that I don't love you. It's just that my, my attention split. Yeah. It's divided. When he says purity, he means undivided. When I say purity of this ring, that means that there's nothing else but gold in this. They, they purified it. So it's only gold. There's nothing else. So when he's sitting there distracted with his toys, his, his attention is divided. Yeah, so yeah. actually our division, our, our attention being divided actually takes away from us in being able to enjoy who God is. That's good. It's not him. He's not a dirty boy. He's just distracted. It's really good. And I think, like you said, I think so many of us have that perspective of God that because I'm in this, whatever, playing with a toy, whatever the distraction is, like you said, he shuts off. Mm. And I think you being a dad, mm-hmm. you realize... You never shut off. Yeah. And I think so many of us miss moments with God because, I don't know, we got distracted. Absolutely. And we think like, okay, I got to, right. like you said, we we make abiding such a hard word. Like yeah. the, the picture of the Flintstone thing I think is perfect because I think all, all of us, especially men, go into this like, I'm going to make this work with yeah, God. Yeah, I'm going to make this work, God. I'm We're going to make the best. <laughs> yeah. That Home Depot song. song yeah. Ralph, I'm going to hear your story. Abide. Yeah, you know, I, I I was just thinking about more of like, so is abide embracing? Is that is that what abide means? Does abide mean to embrace? Oh, there's a ton of words that that yeah. you use it. Remaining present. That's I, good. I think with the picture he uses of a branch and a tree, you're drawing all of your life from it. There's a dependency on it. 
Right. Really There's good. a bunch of different words you can get. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I like that a lot. What do you picture, though, real quick? Yeah. I, I mean, when I thought about Abide, it was like the that verse that you just said about the branch and the, and the mm. olive. And, and I literally go to like Romans, I think it's like Romans 8 or Romans 5, but it talks about how we're grafted from the olive wild branch into the tree of life. Mm. And that's what I think about Abide. It's like we're permanently together. You know, and and mm. and and I, st- I remember there was a time where like I stopped pretending I knew words just because people kept saying it. Right. You know, and like I kept reading the Bible so much that I was like, oh, I know exactly what that means. Never. I was reading Hebrews one today, and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so many things I pretended I knew because I read so much, but really I never stopped to actually break down. I was yeah. too focused on okay, my goal is to read one chapter a day so I can spend you know look at God's face for the day. You know, that was literally the mindset that I had, and. um and so today I was reading Hebrews 1, and I'm like, oh, I never actually stopped and, and see what God highlighted in my life today. Mm. You know, so I would stop and underline and keep going back and keep going back. So I felt that way with the Roman scripture of like, we're grafted into the tree of life. So I looked up the word grafted, and it's actually a medical term. And what would happen is like, if they got to move something from one part of your body to the other part to replace it, it's literally like, let's say they, uh, I had a heart attack in Jesus' name, that would never happen. I ran two miles today, so it won't happen. So, so literally they'll come and take a stent, right? Like they'll take a piece of my right. leg off, put it in my heart, and it's grafted. It would be so silly for me to be like, okay, that's my leg now. You know what I mean? No, it's part of my heart now. Mm. But it's the fact that like it was grafted mm. so well that you can't tell the difference between whether it's my leg or whether it's my heart. That's what grafting means. That's so the good. minute that we're taken from the world, right? And I love how you use the word sin. So because it wasn't until I got with you guys that I understood sin isn't the actions that I'm doing it's, it's, or, the, or the mistakes that I'm making. But sin is actually, it just means I'm separated from God. So when I sin, it's not that God's trying to beat me because that's what I thought sin meant. Sin just meant that I'm no longer, I'm distracted. I'm playing monster trucks. That's what sin is, mm. as I'm distracted from God, you know? So once I found out that I'm grafted with God, it's like him and I are so together that you can't tell where he starts and you can't tell where I start. That's good. It's permanent. It's permanent. Yeah. So when I think yeah. about abiding, it's like, to me, it's adoption. Yeah. You know, and like with my stepdad, same thing, you know, I, I bring home C's or bring home D's. Like I wouldn't get the love that I needed, but not once was he like, and he was my stepdad, but he raised me like, you know, like my real father. And he was like, not once that I bring a D home, he was like, okay, get out the house. Mm. You know, at nine years old, he wasn't like, get out the house. You suck. Like, right. get out. You know, he was like, you can do better. Right. Yeah. But because I was so distracted and I didn't know how grafted we are, I immediately thought that he didn't love me anymore. But the whole time he was like, I love you so much and you're worth more than this. I, I, just going back to it, I just wish I can talk to that nine-year-old and be like, your dad loves you, bud. You're yeah. an honor student. Go get the honor grades, right. you know? Yeah. But if I had understood abide the way that you guys just explained it, I would have been like, he's still my daddy and he still loves me even though I'm bringing D's and C's mm. home. Right. But yeah. I'm worth an A. And even yeah. what, like if I were to take what you two just said and made it one, it's the fact like like Levi is and where you are, like right. Levi is permanently and forever his son. Mm-hmm. Always. And he can't leave. Never. And like he said, and this guy's always on. Right. I know right. Nate. Mm. Yeah. He's always on. I see him right. Levi comes here. So good. He's always on. Yes, yes, yes. And I think so many of us struggle with that with God. It's so true. We have such a um I guess a perverted way, but we're we're we're, we're being healed. Yeah. That's it. So so we're we're ending this podcast. I want to end with this. And uh you guys know I'm gonna ask this. So I'm just gonna ask it. Where you are right now, how is God fathering you? Ooh. What part of his nature Ooh, is he trying first. to enlarge? I know this is, they don't know that I asked this. No, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you go first. Yeah. I like that. Um, <coughs> Repeat the question. We need time. No, 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 that's fine. I, okay. I, know, I, I know exactly. Uh, the, uh, I don't know if the word is a, abide, but he's been talking to me a lot about 
he cares so much more about how I'm doing things than what I'm doing. Mm. He cares much more about, and it's really shifting my focus from what I'm doing to who I'll get to do it with. Yeah. And not necessarily you guys, but like um, just Sunday morning we're in prayer and, and I was looking for the right thing to do. Or sometimes I get dressed, I'm like, what's the right thing to wear? What's the right thing? And I look at him like, just tell me the right answer. Mm. I want to do it right. Mm. And he's saying, I want to do it with you. Wow. Do you know what I'm It's like, that's all he cares about. And so, and if I do it with him, then I'll get it right. It's not, it's, it's not like he's going to steer me the wrong way, but what he's teaching me is like, take your eyes off of, are you doing this right? Is this the right way to pray? Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right thing that's to good. put on your schedule? Is this the right person right. to meet with? Is this the right thing to respond with? And he's taking my focus off of that and putting it on, can we just walk together on our way there? And it's slowing things down so much because I so easily just leave him behind. Like, okay, I know what to do now. Okay, bye. I'll see you later. Bye. I'll go do this without you. And he's inviting me into the goal is not you getting from point A to point B. The goal is that I get to carry you there. It's good, Nate. Like, let me, you know, so I, I, um, so it's not about even hearing you. So like, he doesn't care about the check mark more about your heart's attitude. It's so funny. If we just believed our Bible, says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. (laughs) So I, I, I so focus on keeping his commandments that I miss out on the fact that he says the invitation is love me. All right. Yeah. That's good, Nate. All right, we got three minutes. Woo. Rafa, how's God fathering you? Like, what is it in this season? What what specifically, if you had to nail it down and pinpoint, Man. like, what is he doing? I, I think I, I didn't figure it out, but I, I, I'm kind of on the right path. And it was this morning I was painting. You know, I think it's so funny that when we serve or we do something physical like that, we get the most healing for our life. Mm. You know, and I think a lot of people, like, especially for me, it was always like, you come serve me. You come heal me. But really, it's in the serving that you actually get healing. And uh, it was funny because I was painting and I had no choice but to put a podcast on. And and it was beautiful because God's been teaching me about um, compassion. And um, and it's so funny because, like, I always love people. You know, I spent so much time hating myself that I hated people. I would bite everybody's head off. But then I spent so much time with God who loves me that I became love. So I'm like, I'm, I love you. Like, if a, if a shooter comes in right now, he's going to shoot us. I'm going to jump in the way and save you, even though you're much bigger <laughs> than me. I know you would. Yeah. And, you, and would. you know, because of my actions, right? <laughs> and so I always equated love with everything. And God was like, let me teach you about understanding and let me teach you about compassion. That's good. And I was like, yeah, God, that's love. And then you know, he took me to Proverbs 7, and he was like, a man with understanding has a calm spirit. So I stopped pretending I knew what understanding meant. Mm-hmm. And it actually means to take a moment to <laughs> connect with somebody else. That's really what understanding means. Mm-hmm. So it means I get to know how you feel. So if you're sad, it's not just like, okay, you're sad. It's like I take my time to stay here and be like, why are you sad today? Mm-hmm. And we have a conversation. The thing with compassion is that compassion actually leads to an action. So it's like now that I know that you're sad... Then I get a conversation with God where it's like, well, how do we address this? It was like, okay, you lay hands on them. Or sometimes it's really dumb and it's like, give them a hug, hold them. They haven't had a hug all day. That's why they're so sad. You know, but I think compassion is the word that God's been working on me where it's like love has an action. I can love you all I want, but if I don't come and do what God wants me to do, you'll stay the same. That's and so he's point. been teaching me yeah. compassion. I'm still working on like it. The but following like, through part. Yeah. Follow yeah. Through. We can all learn from you on that one. The follow 100%. through. Thanks, Java. Thanks, guys. Yeah. But yeah. I'm still working on it. So how about you? What about you? Um, I'll end with this. I know for me, it's, it's one word. It's gentleness. What, uh, you guys know me as the You're happy so warrior. And yeah. the other one is gentle warrior. Yeah. And so he's been showing me that my greatest sword towards the enemy is gentleness. Goodness mm. gracious. And he's shown me, use it more. So I know for me, he's pertinent. He puts... When, when he tells me something, he puts the opposite in front of me <laughs> oh, yeah. so that I could practice it. You know what's funny? So, People hate that. People yeah. <laughs> hate when God puts the opposite. Right. Well, really, it's, it's, it's a great – that's how you encounter it. 
Come you on. know, I, I wouldn't be able to use gentleness if I'm surrounded by just cuddly people. Right. But it's Come like, on. no, you put people that are going to rub me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And there is where I get to learn to be gentle. Now, I'll say this. How he, he does it is, and they, you know this. I tell you this every day. He tells me to slow down. Oh, Come on, yeah. So slow down. So every aspect of my life, he's been having me slow down. Like even yeah. when I work in the yard, he's like, why are you walking so fast? Yeah. And I'm like, why are I you walking that. so fast, God? Yeah, for <laughs> God's like, slow down. But I learned this. If I'm not slowing down, I'm not enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. good. And so I'll end with this. So I was doing yard work. And when I really slowed down, like he said to, I started to notice that it smelled good around me. It sm- mm-hmm. I could smell the leaves. I could feel the wind. I was more abiding. I was in the moment. Wow. So I learned that when I, when I was rushing, I was less kind and gentle, but I also was missing like the joy in front of me. Mm. Like I live in a beautiful area and I'm like, I'm not even enjoying the smell because so I'm good. walking so fast. I'm, I'm missing him in these mm. places. Mm. So it's hard because, you know, I, I want to move. Yeah. And God's like, slow down. Yeah. So good. Even in the right lane, you know me, yeah. people that are listening to this for the first time, God tells me to get in the right lane and not move. Dang. I'm, he's doing that again. So I'm while you're driving. Me, while I'm driving. Dude, but yeah. Well, Nate, it was so good to have you, man. Yes, I hope absolutely. we'll have you more, yes. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Hey, real yeah. quick, I got a question. Did we knock any roof off religious words today? I think absolutely. We did a lot. Okay, I, what you said, I'll never be the same. About graphing? Yo, you too. Oh, thank you. That I want to hear yeah. the excavator and the bulldozer story. That's another time. Go ahead. Go ahead. I love it. Well, this is the, the No Roof Podcast. I'm your host, Abel. And like I said, we have our co-host, Rafa, and our special guest today. We have Nate Rooster. You have so many prophetic Finish words. Your act, man. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>